Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home, life, business, RV, motorcycle, boat, whatever it may be. Purdy Insurance will make sure you're covered. And they'll update the policies and they'll do everything they can to save you money. Insurance critical today, saving you money critical today. And don't forget about the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament, August 10th, Susquehanna Valley Country Club, to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Get your team entered now. Great cause, great organization. The Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. We'll be out there for that, as a matter of fact, doing our show on the patio as we always do when it's over with. Matt will have a series of complaints. <laughs> actually, you will not be hearing from me that day because I'll actually be on vacation. So the oh. suit will be with you instead from the patio. <laughs> I'm busy that day. Uh, so the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I know. I'm disappointed I will not be able to be there this year in person. And to see you, of course, in golf with you, Steve. But I I am on vacation. I had it already scheduled before we do the date for uh, for this year. So. All right. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Our play-by-play call of the day. He made good contact. What a pressure shot. Big time clutch shot by Fitzpatrick. So he's left. Crack in the door for Zalatoris. And Matthew Fitzpatrick is a champion again at the Country Club in Brookline. And there's Alex on the bag. Oh, my God. His mom. Oh, so proud of you. That was Dan Hicks and um, Holyoke, Massachusetts' own Paul Azinger. Figured I'd add that in. So there, I'm probably the only person in this audience ever been to Holyoke. Uh, so <laughs> uh, U.S. Open coverage yesterday on NBC, Matthew Fitzpatrick, who came, he played really well at Wingfoot in 2020. 
people forget that because of, of Bryson DeChambeau, but Fitzpatrick played really well then. Now finally gets it done and wins at the country club. Much to Matt's chagrin, fans were really warm to Phil Mickelson. But that's Matt's just angry about life. Ah, he missed the cut. Who cares at this point? Well, it's okay. Wouldn't you you want a long list of other guys that are notable that missed the cut? <laughs> I mean, a lot of guys have missed a cut. Hard golf course, and he's 52. Yeah. Going to start missing more cuts than making them at this stage of the game. And which becomes sad, by the way. I mean, we, you know, I remember when Arnold Palmer started missing him, they are like, ah, it's, it's too bad. Because, you know, you know that their best game is behind them. All right. Let's – somebody whose best games are probably in front of them on the Penn State baseball team, and we had I've, I had a couple of Facebook requests to get him on the show. Matt Wood, Matt, so great to have you with us. Welcome. It's great to be here, Steve. Thanks for having me. Matt, let's start out with this. Uh, you know, everyone improves their game from year to year when they make the kind of progress you do. What were some elements that you worked on in the off season that paid dividends for you this past season? For me, I'd say I hit the uh, weight room really hard uh, in the off season. That was big for me. Um, that's something that I think everybody can always improve on. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't change too much in terms of you know my mechanics in terms of hitting or, or even my approach. Really, I think it just came down to you know going into the season, uh, just the the level of confidence that I had. You know, knowing that I've I've been there and done it for for a year now and. And I came off a great summer, so I would just say, you know, I hit I hit the weight room pretty hard, and then and then just confidence and mindset. Yeah, I, somebody asked me about you know what it was like to watch you play, and I said what impresses me about Matt Wood as a hitter is you can see the repeatable swing. Who t- who really has worked with you, and even at the youngest age, to get that kind of swing? Oh man, there's there's a lot. Um, you know, just going back, you know, to when I first started playing the game, you know, my my dad and, and my two best friends, uh, their dads, Troy Lenny and Josh Johnson, they're just working with them, uh, like, growing up. They kind of taught me the fundamentals. And then when I got to high school, my biggest influence was probably my uh, my travel ball coach. His name's Ryan Flanagan mm-hmm. out here in Pittsburgh. And I just worked with him every day, and and he kind of turned me into the to the hitter that I am today. I can always go back to him, you know, even now in this offseason. I, I still go back and hit with him, and, you know, he he kind of taught me uh, pretty much everything I know, I'd say. And then when I go into school to have the assistant coaches and the head coaches that we have, you know, Coach Coop, Coach Moore, you know, Coach Burke, they they give me a lot of confidence. They, they help and at all hours of the day whenever I need them, you know one of the best coaching staffs in America and they're always there to help and but there's a lot of people that I can thank um for that for sure you're always working and working at your craft which means becoming a better catcher what have been a couple of elements that you have worked on as a catcher as a receiver calling a game for example that have made you better this year yeah I think taking the step into into calling a game this year was was big for me working with coach Newman uh, for calling pitches, uh, we had a great relationship. You know, watching video together, scouting reports. You know, we were with each other a lot. And him being a guy who, you know, did it. You know, in the major leagues. You know, to be able to have that kind of resource 
while in college is something that, you know, not many people can say. So being able to, you know, go over a lineup or do things, watch video with him, you know, that was pretty special. And that was a big jump that I made. Uh, you know, I'm always working on, you know, the receiving and the blocking. And I had a big focus on trying to improve my arm this year. You know, I, I feel like I've always had quick feet and a good transfer, but, you know, get it down there a little bit quicker. You know, I took a lot of pride in, in my arm care and strengthening my arm this year. And it's something that I, you know, I'm going to continue to do. But those are some of the elements. I'd say just more of, you know, the little things that you do as a catcher. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the things that go unnoticed. Uh, I worked on those a lot, and and my coaches, especially Coach Newman, helped me a ton with that this off season and going into the year. So let me take this, Matt, one step further. You're, you know, in calling pitches, preparing pitchers. Did that help your mindset at the plate? So you're now thinking the way the other team's thinking. Yeah, that's it's it definitely helps. It just kind of gives you a little bit of an edge, you know, kind of thinking inside the mind of a opposing coach or catcher or pitcher knowing what they want to do against me um that's something that that can definitely help but i try to separate the two as much as possible i don't want to be you know when i'm on defense you know that's my focus on offense that's Mm -hmm. my thing it might just be a subconscious thing but right you know it's definitely something that helps all right uh when you get the opportunity to be drafted whomever does select you along the way uh, not always, you're not always going to be in the spot that you thought you were going to be in. Um, you might have to move around, play positions. What kind of versatility can you bring to the game should somebody draft you? Yeah, that's something that I'm always looking to improve. I don't think, you know, you can be too athletic, you know, especially, and I think that helps in my position as well. But, you know, once you get to that level, you know, every team's different. Their needs are different. Um so being versatile is huge and you know as you continue to grow you know having a good bat always takes you far but you know you got to play a position too so if if I need to move if that's something that the organization you know you know that's that's something that they need I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely uh able to do that but you know you know catching is my pride you know I've, I've been doing it for a long time I love catching yeah. um I'd love to stick you know with doing that but I'm always I'm always open to to do anything what are your summer plans right now leading first of all leading up to the draft and then we'll go from there yeah right now i'm just at home training uh good for you being able to you know get off my feet a little bit not playing summer ball this this summer um yeah i'm just you know hitting the weight room you know getting some bp doing all uh all that training is, is what i'm doing in preparation right all right, so let's talk about this past season for Penn State. Uh, something that, and I talked to Scott Sidwell about this, and he said, well, we both agreed, in watching Penn State play this year, you guys seem to just have fun playing. What was yeah. it about that clubhouse that on a day-in and day-out basis made you anxious to get to the ballpark? Yeah, it's just this team was, was so special. It was one of the, probably the best I've ever been on in terms of that. The amount of fun that we had, the the respect that we had for each other, and how much we enjoyed just every moment with with one another, I think that's what led to our success. That's why you can never count us out of games because we had that culture. I think nowadays people say you know use culture as kind of a vague term and they just kind of say it to say it, but to build a culture like we had, other people have to see it, and you bringing that up is proof that we had one. Um, when people watched us play, they knew our identity. They knew what kind of team we were, and 
I feel like that's what any team should strive to do. And just because we didn't have, you know, the, you know, the, the huge season, the, the breakthrough season, you know, we still finished under 500 and it's something that we're, you know, as a team going to keep improving upon. But the step that we took this year, I don't think, you know, nobody's going to take that for granted because we know what we can do now and we just had fun doing it. Well, and there's another element to it. Yeah, you didn't finish over 500, but it's the first time that the program has reached the Big Ten tournament since 2012. First time they've won a Big Ten tournament game since 2008. Is there at least in steps, steps of accomplishment that have set the program in the right direction? Yeah, 100%. Because we know what we have to do now, you know. I feel like going into this past season, we kind of – didn't really know our identity and we didn't know what pieces we had to kind of fill and going into this next fall that's exactly like we know everything that we need to do now we know the pieces that we have we know what we have returning now it's just building on that and when we already have kind of the who we are as a team locked down that just makes everything you know keep going smoothly so I think going into next year yeah we're going to lose some pieces for sure but what we have coming back you know they know what they need to do. They're going to teach the younger guys, and we're just going to keep moving forward. There's another uh, element. Uh, Al Michaels was interviewed by Peter King, and they asked him about you know, his longevity in, in the profession. He said he did the World Series in 1972 when he was the Reds announcer with a guy named Kirk Gowdy, and Kirk Gowdy was the old sage at the time, and Al Michaels was the young guy. And he said, hey, look, he says, no matter what happens, don't get jaded, okay? Which can happen over a long period of time with anybody. What is it about the game that makes you so passionate and work so hard on a day-in and day-out basis? You know, it's just this game is, is so special just because every game is so different. You can see something new every day. You can experience something new every day. And when it's a game of failure like it is <laughs> – it it almost forces you to to be just mentally focused more than than any other thing I've experienced, and it's almost a challenge to be able to get yourself to a place mentally where you understand that it's a process driven game. It's not a results driven game because the the second that you start chasing results is the moment that you're going to fall, you know, flat off the face of the earth. Because this just isn't a game where you chase results. Results come, and over time. You know, that's something that I was taught early on and I'm very grateful for because I didn't expect, you know, I didn't expect the freshman All-American. I didn't expect the Big Ten player of the year my sophomore year. I just I just wanted to keep going and get, get and keep getting better because I knew that eventually I'd pop if I did. And that was kind of the case this year. And there's always more to come in baseball as well. Absolute pleasure, A, talking with you, but even more so watching you play because you are a fabulous player to watch. And I wish you nothing but the best with this moving forward because baseball is a great game and it's always a lot of fun for us to watch guys that play it at the level you do and with the passion you do. Matt, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate it. Matt Wood, he is a heck of a player. And obviously you can tell just a terrific hard-working young man we will come back with more in a moment brought to you by purdy insurance on news radio 1070 wkok 
In an ever-changing world, one thing you can always count on is the service at Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season. While the world is constantly changing, Purdy Insurance is dedicated to providing you with the highest level of service to protect you, your family, and your business. Give us a call today at 570-286-5855. Go to our website at purdyinsurance.com or check us out on Facebook to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. In the air to right, this is deep, and he did it again! Jack Zielinski wins it for the Pirates! Three home runs in a game for the Pirates rookie! You never know what you're going to see, and we just saw it! Everybody throwing their hats on the field. It's a hat trick. Uh, Joe Block, Bob Walk on the Pirates Network. That's the second walk-off, by the way, Jack Sawinski's hit this year. Done so in a month. Great day from yesterday. He had three home runs, including a walk-off, and then the first time a rookie's ever hit three in one game and had one of them be a walk-off the first time. And that's why, But I always love the... the the click approach, historic day. I'm like, a historic day. Like, if he had five home runs, that's a historic day. But when you have to, like, go through, like, a list of 18 different things to get it there, nah, no, no, sorry, not interested. But I'm thrilled for him. He was able to hit the three home runs and the walk-off. That's a lot of fun, and it's a great, great moment for him. And the Pirates, by the way, have recalled on O'Neill on, on Cruz. They have brought him up to the majors. They are going to let him. Um, look, no matter what he does, if well, I mean, if he gets off to like a one for twenty-seven start, maybe send him back down, okay, just to kind of steady him a little bit. But if not, just let him play it out up here. You got ninety-seven games to find out whether he can actually play shortstop on this level, and if he can, then you keep him there, okay, and. Uh, if he can't, then you can find another position for him. Nothing wrong with that. But at least you've got 97 games to show what he can or he can't do. Good. Maybe, just maybe, the Pirates organization's finally figuring out, hey, let's let the young guns come up. You never know what can happen. But honestly, though, if 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 Jackson Winsky didn't have the game he had yesterday... Who knows if the Pirates would have actually thought, hmm, maybe this makes sense. No, they uh, they were planning on doing it anyway. That was that was pre-planned that they were going to bring him up okay. now. Um, the uh, in fact they uh, Cruz didn't play yesterday because the Pirates mandated that he take the day off so he can pack and come to Pittsburgh. So that was pre pre-planned. Um, the Zawinski home run, though, I mean, again, what does it do in the big picture? It got them back to 400. Okay. That was a fun moment. I'm going to pull in ESPN Fox Sports breaking news. Going back to the first hour, the NL Central is sad. (laughs) 
Well, not really. The Cardinals are good. The Brewers are good. That's it. And the Pirates are third, ten and a half games right. back. That's but all Brewers, I have to tell you about but that But the division. Brewers and the Cardinals are both legitimately good. I know, but... It's, just... um, it's not like the American League West. That is also a sad division. Good point. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. Boat, motorcycle. RV, whatever it may be. They will take care of your insurance needs and save you money in the process. It's all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And do not forget about the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament Wednesday, August 10th at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club to benefit the greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. We'll be out there for that day. We'll have the show on the patio that day. Looking forward to it very much and to seeing you out there. Sign up today. Get your team in there. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. So, let's uh, start with a couple of items here. Matt was thrown completely off by my Yankee story. I didn't quite know where you were going with that, but that's a that's a terrific story. That's a lot of fun. Just, just so you know, you're totally thrown off by it. Was. Totally thrown I mean... It was crazy breaking news to start the day. Oh, my almighty! Uh, that was legit breaking, breaking news. news, ESPN and Fox it's Sports. Not breaking news. That I'm out there rooting for my grandson? Come on. The heck? Got to do that. Yeah. Blood, no, blood, th- blood thicker than uniform. You know? So... No, my little league days were one of the were some of the best times I've had. So, yeah, definitely, you got to enjoy every minute of that little league t-ball, all that fun stuff. All right, now let's get to something that uh, Peter King. He, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's he's hit the vacation time of the year, but he um, you know, has a couple of interviews already set, done, and this week it was all about the new Amazon deal with Kirk Herbstreit and Al Michaels. 
and he interviewed both of them. And as Peter pointed out, well, let me ask you, now, are you cable or are you uh, streaming? For me? Yeah. Um, I am mostly streaming now because I have a smart TV. So I've kind of gone that route to just kind of cut some costs a little bit for myself. Okay, well, uh, I know my son Mike, he streams. So that's how he does it. Uh, I was literally just up there, so they, they stream all the time. And uh, and more and more, you see people do it. Now, not completely. You still have 80 million on cable. You know, ESPN has 80 million cable subscribers. It's a pretty hefty number. There's not 80 million streaming. It's the other way around. Um, now, let's see. This is a 10-year deal with Amazon Prime. And in 10 years, maybe it tilts that way. We're going to see. I give the NFL credit for doing this. They took... They were smart. They took the least desirable package, and they got it to streaming, and they got the money for it. Now let's get to something I thought that was interesting that Al Michaels brought up in this. And Peter says, asks him this question. Al, you've basically been a full-time broadcaster since 1968. You've done this for 54 years. I wonder, could you ever envision being 77 years old and still wanting to do this? Here comes an int- the interesting answer, especially the end. Al Michaels, I think it probably goes back to my childhood. I grew up in Brooklyn, and I could walk to Ebbets Field. The Dodgers played there. How many kids grow up in a neighborhood where you can walk to a major league ballpark and see Jackie Robinson, Duke Snyder, Gil Hodges, and Don Drysdale, all those people? And I know the first time I showed up at Evansville, I remember thinking, I want to be here every night. How can I get a job that would let me go to a stadium every night and get paid for it? Of course, I had no idea how handsomely one would get paid down the line. I've always been a fan. I'm a sports fan. I still love sports. Even when I'm not doing a game, I can get immersed in a game. You know, I'm a big hockey fan. I can still go to a hockey game. My biggest, he said, my Kings at least made it to the playoffs this year, lost in seven games, but they're a team to watch in the future. I love it. I enjoy it. Speaking of Kirk Gowdy, earlier in the interview, Kirk Gowdy's name came up. Speaking of Kirk Gowdy, I got to do the World Series with Kurt back in 1972. In those games, NBC would hire the local team announcer to work with Gowdy and Tony Kubek. We went to dinner between one of the games, and he said, Listen, kid, you're going to go far. Remember this, never get jaded. I thought to myself, never get jaded. What did he mean by that? I didn't see myself ever getting jaded. And Peter King jumps in, you know now. And Al says, and I haven't. Even now I see others in my business and contemporaries, colleagues who have gotten somewhat jaded, don't find it to be as much fun or exciting and rewarding as it was years ago. But for me, Peter, it's the same. I still love sports. If I wasn't doing this, I'd still be watching sports. There is no question in the time I've been doing this and my play-by-play career is now 41 seasons old 
that I see colleagues who have become jaded. Jaded by, you know, they, they still like doing it, but they don't love doing it. They don't like to travel. Uh, I had one of them complain to me about, you know, the kids, for example, um, uh, saying that they look at him as, as an older guy. They have no idea where he came from. Um, you know, I'm just telling you the comments that have been made to me. Now, the name, image, and likeness thing bothers some. Some, they're bothered by all the transfer portal. Okay. And so, and I've received, you know, I've, I also had one guy complain about somebody you worked with. That's a different story. But that's what's interesting about it. You know, don't become jaded. I can assure you in no uncertain terms, I mean, not even remotely close, Every time someone complains to me in this business about some element of it, I always think to myself, really? (laughs) Really? I love what I do. When I sit down to do a game, I love it more than ever. Can't wait to sit down at Ross 8 Stadium in West Lafayette Excited to sit down with with Jack Ham to broadcast a game. Excited. It doesn't matter whether it's Indiana or Ohio State coming in here or Penn State playing Delaware State and Quinnipiac like they're going to this year. I can't wait to get into the Jordan Center and do do a basketball game. Like this this afternoon, I made a quick stop by to the Jordan Center today to check on the progress of the uh, practice court. It's just the way I am. I've got a six-game homestand with the Spice coming up tonight. I can't wait to get in the booth tonight to do the game. It doesn't matter that it's MLB Draft League Baseball and it's not Major League Baseball. I can't wait to get in there. Love games, love sports, love the creative part of it. Over and over and over. It really is something that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. And nothing has ever happened to lessen it, if if anything. Over the years, the whole thing's been enhanced. So, it, but it's interesting Kirk Gowdy said that to him. Because when I thought about it, I thought, yeah, you know, I've had some of the guys around that have complained about you know whether it you know it could be a wide variety of things, obviously. But you know, I've complained about the travel, or they've complained about the, you know, about name, image, and likeness, or you know, whatever it may be. It's ruining their appreciation for you, whatever. I mean, I've, I've heard all that. See, to me, I'll adjust. It's all right, Matt. Do we have a call? We do. Our buddy Dick and Millen's on the line. Oh, okay. It didn't come up on the screen. All I can see was there's a call. Dick, my apologies if I made you wait. I'm sorry about that, my friend. Welcome back. Not a problem. I enjoyed your segment from uh, Penn State on the uh, WW2 guys. And uh, 
what, yeah. so I wanted to tell you, my father-in-law graduated from Milton, a good athlete, went to Gettysburg, good athlete, went in the military, retired as a lieutenant colonel, was at Normandy. I have his dog tags. I think the dog you tags do. are at Normandy. A lot of people can't say that. It's uh, wow, amazing. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. unless he got another set. I, mean, I have the same ones I wore Southeast Asia during Vietnam, so I don't know that he got another mm-hmm. set. Mine are 60 years old. So, But anyhow, yeah, so he was at... Uh, he was in France, Germany, then over to Korea. So he served pretty well. Anyhow, I just thought I'd, when I heard the Normandy story, anyhow, he was a good, pretty good athlete at Gettysburg, a good football player at Milton High School also. But anyhow, then I was going to tell you, uh, I went to Southeast Asia during Vietnam, Okinawa, Thailand, Taiwan. The first military death in Vietnam was a guy off my post on Okinawa, mm. the Army Intelligence really? Agency. He was number one out of 58,000. Wow. So, Oh my that little, goodness! Isn't that something? Wow! Well, somebody somebody had to be first. Unfortunately, he was first, and somebody had to be last. It's over fifty-eight thousand, but uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of years ago. Anyhow, yeah. but, but I, I, I really I really hard. enjoyed the stories that he was telling about the service people from uh, Penn State. Isn't it amazing? Like some of the, I mean, out of nowhere, the connections that are made in the middle of a war with tens of thousands of people out there, and all of a sudden you find out it's somebody that. That is a Penn Stater like you. I mean, I mean, that's what's amazing about some of this stuff. Well, that's happened. I, almost everybody in my family was in World War II or whatever later yeah. on. But in, and and I know my uncles that were in World War II. One of them ran into his friends over in uh, in uh, in the Pacific. You know, from the same school. That happens occasionally. It just happens. You see, yeah, you run no, into yeah. people that you knew in high school yeah. or whatever, or grew up with. Yeah, um, there's so many. There were so many people in in the military in WW two, and, and it's not uncommon to run into somebody you knew. I guess. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. I really ever saw anybody I knew when I was in the service from high school or from around here. Well, just a couple, but very rarely ever. So, but anyhow, it was an interesting story. I appreciate the fact you did it. And I, and I was going to tell you, I really enjoyed the wrestling segment the other day too. Last couple of weeks ago, you had one. It was very yeah. very good. Uh, I appreciate that. Jeff always does a great job. He's such Jeff, a mar- Jeff is marvelous he's guest. one of the he's one of the premier announcers in any sport. Yes, he, he actually, is. when you listen to him, you could turn you could actually not even have the the video, and you'd know exactly what was happening. That's mm-hmm. Not everybody does that. Yes, that's very true. And uh, Jeff you absolutely know. does that. He does an outstanding job. He does it. He does a really good job. I mean, excellent job. I'm not saying you guys don't, but he just. I mean, you can visualize almost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He, he does a brilliant job, and uh, Penn State's been so fortunate to have him, and Penn State Wrestling's been so fortunate to have him. He's as good as it gets. All right, yes. Steve, thanks a lot. Thank you, Dick. We will come back with more in a moment, wrap it up here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. 
will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And uh, we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 at 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. So what, the Yankees lost yesterday? They did, finally. Fell just short of a 10-game win streak. Wow. Boy, if they had Jack Swazinski, they'd have won the game. <laughs> nah, they were fine offensively. Just the It was just one of those rough days for the bullpen. It happens. Oh, Would have been nice to get to 10 in a row, but it's okay. It was for the Pirates, too, and Swazinski bailed them out. You had no bailout guy. Oh, my almighty! <laughs> oh. Remarkable start. Remarkable start. No question. And when you uh, sit there and you look at what they've been able to accomplish, ooh, man. Something pretty special there. No getting around it. But now we'll see how it plays out. And uh, you're right. Most divisions are not very good right now. But baseball has, uh, by the way, the Stanley Cup final continues tonight. Yeah, it's not a must win for Tampa, but it's one that it's strongly recommended they, sh- they need to win. Um, I always love it. It's a must win. Well, there's a game tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I will be floored if Tampa does not win tonight. Here, here's. Uh, I thought Game Two might go the way it did because it goes back to what I talked about last week. What I talked about last week was the altitude part. The altitude to me figures in much more in Game Two than in Game One. Uh, and you could just see they just couldn't they couldn't move. So they've got to be better on the forecheck because they have to negate the Colorado speed somehow. Colorado speed has become an incredible problem. For um, Tampa Bay. Also, McKinnon has, I think, two, three assists on the series. He hasn't scored a goal yet. Uh oh. That's not good either. Now, for Colorado, this is what you need to be aware of. You need to be either win or be even at the end of the first period because Tampa Bay is going to be at home and Tampa Bay is going to come out like the bees around the hive. They're going to throw everything they have into this. And it would also behoove Tampa Bay if they got maybe as many as four power play opportunities tonight. That wouldn't hurt the cause. I know Kale McCarr scored a shorthanded goal on Saturday night. But I think they're going to need that because you have to somehow negate the Colorado speed. And Colorado is speed all 200 feet. And Colorado 
in this spot for the first time with this current group ever has to be aware that the defending champions with championship DNA, a championship background, a backbone, will be coming out and they will be on fire to start tonight's game. And because of that, they're going to have to be aware of that. Don't get complacent if you're Colorado. Be aware, they're going to come out tonight angry, and they're going to really hit you on the forecheck.